Hi everyone, it's Saya here. Can you believe it's February already? Why is it February already? <laughs> As we promised in the last long yak, here's our new feature, What's Up in Drama Land. Here we'll discuss news from the KN world from the past month and look forward to new dramas in the month to come. As always, dear listeners, we'd love to hear from you and you can talk to us almost anywhere. We're most active on Twitter, so tweet to us at Dramas Overflow. You can also leave a comment on YouTube or SoundCloud or our favourite, absolute most favourite thing in the world, which makes us unreasonably excited. Drop us an email at dramasoverflowers at gmail.com. You can also hop on over to our Patreon page for some extra bonus content. That's at patreon.com slash dramasoverflowers. Uh, and don't forget to check out the blog for transcripts of our long yaks, and they are brought to you by our amazing volunteer and possibly the world's biggest Puxigen fan, K-Drama Daydreamer, and you will find the link below. And last but not least, thank you to our wonderful, wonderful Patreon, Patreon patrons. Why can't I say this? This is the sixth tra- time I've tried to say this right, so I'm keeping it in this time. You guys are just going to have to deal with having your imperfect intro. <laughs> so thank you to our wonderful Patreon patrons for helping making this feature happen. Your support is so important to us, and we're excited to be growing. You can't see them, but I'm sending you finger hearts, lots and lots of finger hearts. Thank you. Hi everyone, this is Saya. This is Anissa. And this is Parma. And welcome to What's Up in Drama Land. So, what is up in Drama Land? Oh no, wait, that's me. That's you. <laughs> that's me. Okay, so What's Up in Drama Land is something that none of us want to happen. <laughs> so, uh, Sonia Jin and uh, Jung Hae are up to reunite in another romance from the same writer and PD, um, the critically acclaimed An Pan Suk for a new drama. Please don't. Oh yeah. my god, but you, I, I still can't believe that this is actually, like, that drama actually did so well. The drama that won't be named. You know what's really disturbing? I've been watching some, like, I've been catching up on some variety shows. Um, and, like, the the episodes that aired around the time that Pretty Nuna was on had um, Stand By Your Man as uh, background music. And I was, like, getting, like, PTSD flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> like, Understandably. And I was like, why are you using this song for, like, one of those, like, so-called... You know, those staged romantic moments in variety shows, but I'm just like, no, this is not a romantic song. This is not, but it, it kind of shows that it was popular, which just makes me sad. That reminds me, I watched, um, was it Sleepless in Seattle quite recently? I think that film had that in it, and I was like, oh. Oh, really? I think oh, it was it that. It, might have been, it, it does, right? Yeah. And I, I was like, like I, I went into shock. I was like, no. I mean, but it didn't also, it's anyway. not like 1995 but, anymore, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's a very fair point. <laughs> but, you know, that it's just so sad that we all loved Jang Hyejin so much and we were looking forward to what new projects he'd be in. And now there is one I announced that we're man. all like... No, you know, what? I wasn't. After Pretty Nuna, I've gone off both of those two. Th- that's like, what I'm saying. Like, right before Pretty Nuna, when you had... Um, dude, what was... Uh, while you were sleeping... Yeah. When, oh, when yeah. that was airing, we were all like, okay, what is he going to be in next? And then Pretty Nuna aired, which did massively well in terms of ratings. And the and first all. half was great. First it half was, was really great. good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. great. <laughs> and but then it's it like, was okay, not. <laughs> if you're going to reunite, one, why so soon? Uh, two, really the same writer and the same director? Like, 
I, I have you guys thought about this? Like, uh, are you trying not. to correct some past wrong, or are, are we just the minority? They don't feel like they did anything wrong. They right. feel like so, uh, so maybe they're like, yeah. oh, let's let let's replicate our previous yeah. success, and all of us are like, hard no. Yeah. <laughs> so they're yeah. gonna keep beating that dead horse, but we don't need to keep beating this dead horse. So yes. let's move on to something better. <laughs> I don't know if it's better, but um, it's better for the people who are enjoying this. So the uh, third season of Voice has been confirmed. Um, That had its second season um, quite recently and the first season, which was last year. And that was with Ihana, who has like a super hearing ability. um, And she's an emergency call center operator, uh, team leader. Uh, I don't know how it's yeah. changed now. I didn't watch the second season. I watched the first season. This is it's it's a procedural, and it's actually it's a it's a good um, concept um, for a procedural. I just realised that I'm not into procedurals, um, and also like with season one, I found it like more brutal and gritty than I like. I mean, I don't like <laughs> brutal. I mean, yeah, it's okay, yeah so. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and at times, I found it quite poorly directed. I don't know if the director has changed between uh, season one and two and three. Um, but you know, they've got a, a winning formula, so why not? It's good. And I think uh, yeah. Ihana is is uh, like uh, re- uh, reprising her character. But like, I think this season we had Ijinuk, um instead of Jenghyuk, who who was like you know my character arc has done in this show. So oh, it could yeah. be that they'll have like you know a different male character each season. I don't know. I I would guess that Ijinuk is probably done with this as well. Um, so the, actually, it's a it's a way to keep it fresh and interesting without losing the, sort of the main character of the show. That's not a bad idea. So for people seems, who are enjoying that kind of stuff. Yeah, it seems like multiple. the um, multiple season format is getting more popular in Korean dramas because Laughter and Waikiki is um, having a second season and it's actually airing in March. It's, oh, so it's coming up soon. That's yeah. soon. Surprisingly. It does, I haven't even got usually, to the first season yet. <laughs> right. Usually when they have second seasons, like they don't usually come so quickly so yeah that's surprising but yeah we'll, we'll talk about that once it yeah. gets a confirmed date but I just thought I saw that yesterday and it was it was interesting that and I suppose because they confirmed it very quickly they were probably able to book the actors quickly mm, that makes sense third piece okay. so, yeah. so everyone I think everyone's had this already but Strong Woman Dobong Soon is getting a US remake um, and this is uh, the Netflix title for this I think is Strong Girl Bong Soon so it's mm. actually been I think pretty popular among the new to K-drama crowd as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, it's such a huge new to K-drama yeah. crowd now. <laughs> last one year, the number of people who have come on board because it's on Netflix is just yeah. incredible. Yeah. So I have to ask you guys, do you, like, what did you guys think of the original? I think we talked about it, but I can't remember. <laughs> oh, I did not like it. I did not I, like it. I, I see, I liked it in parts, but Dobongsun's character was one I had a lot of issues with. A lot of issues with. But of course, the, the, the strong point of the drama was the romance, which is just... Yeah. 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 Just I mean, the funny, thing is, the funny thing is the remake... level of... Yeah. <laughs> 
sorry. The, the, as in the most successful aspect of the show was the romance, right? Everything else was nonsense. Yeah, yeah and they but, were like magical together. It wasn't just like a good oh, romance. Yeah. It was like beyond. It was, it was like uh, supernatural. So it was like explosive was, and yeah. wonderful, and is the reason I have not been able to get rid of it. Like, and everything it, else is awful. So that yeah, one of those. Yeah, it's like the rest of it is as bad as the romance is good. And the romance was yeah. like just so good. It's and it's like, you know, like, 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 you know, they just had this wonderful, like, they were just, that was so perfectly cursed. Yeah, it was like you one plus one right equals notes, like man. a million yeah. with those two. So, <laughs> so <laughs> the uh, original, like, the uh, article that announced it, it's a deadline article. So I'm just going to read you a little bit from it, which is it says that. Um, the remake will deviate considerably from the original, and it really does. So this um, deadline report says it's uh, going to be on the CW. So the CW Strong Girl from CBS TV Studios is an adaptation of a Korean format. It follows a former war photographer named Raina who discovers she is indes- uh, indestructible and potentially the strongest woman in the world. Ghosted by her spec ops fiancé when she reveals her newfound power to him, Raina is hired as a bodyguard by a billionaire named Oliver who sees her uh, true potential. Um, so it has uh, Ronda Rousey, who is like a wrestler and MMA fighter, up for the Rainer role, I think, or an executive producer or both. So it's not quite clear. Um, and the uh, scriptwriter is uh, Melissa Scrivener Love of Walking Dead. But this is like, this is not at all strong. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the a whole totally point. Is that she's like this tiny, cute, like adorable thing. And it's a supernatural like, power. Awesome. It's not yeah. like, you know, normal. Yeah, and, and also she doesn't just how, like, suddenly come is. come into the power. She's born with it, and she's grappled yeah. with like she is. And there's like a mythology of her power. Exactly, there's a mythology. She she's been told by her mother and her grandmother that you can't abuse the power. So she tries very hard not to abuse it, but then she doesn't use it for good either. That is supposed to be her yeah um, background. It's hard to judge from the premise, but like I feel like this is doing that thing that American Americanization does, of where of like stories, a strong yeah. female character always has to be like physically strong and like look strong and you know and like extremely yeah. tough because Bong Soon like I had some issues with her character, but one of the things I liked was how like she was very like girly and cute and like she just wanted to be a regular girl, but then she could like pick up buses with one hand you know like but that was so integral to her character like, yeah well. exactly but then to be to be fair um korean dramas do have this uh, thing where they like their heroines to be as cute and small as possible so maybe having someone who um who has physical um, appearance of someone who is already strong is maybe not a yeah, bad change. That strength of like uh, an earned variety, whereas the whole point of this is that this is no, I agree. But this is this is like the whole the Superman argument. Do you need Superman or Batman to be that buff? You don't. Even they, <laughs> if they even if they were scrawny teenagers, they would still like, not Batman, but Superman would still have his amazing power. He doesn't yeah. need to be that buff, but he is for because just that that's symbolic almost right like those muscles are more symbolic than anything else so well, why and also like it? superman is a quintessentially american hero 
exactly yeah. true so that is that is how so if men get to have that then why can't women like when it's when it's the female superhero why does she have to be a model because i feel like what we want to say yeah. with that is that it's not the muscles that make the strength even i agree but that strength. that's a different argument i'm saying that that's a different argument this is a different one and these, part these of are it both, is just both valid the, Part of it is just the contrast of this tiny pixie-like oh, girl. Oh yeah, absolutely! I loved it. I think that was one of my favorite things. They didn't things. just cast a small girl. They cast the tiniest, cutest right. girl. Right, right, exactly. Uh, with, with, so. the, with the cutest <laughs> boys and 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 the just yeah. the yeah. I uh, mean, exactly. It like the tone is going to be really different because this yeah. is like it sounds really hardcore. Like yeah, you know, she's a she comes she's a war photographer. Like it sounds much darker. So I don't know. I I feel yeah. like. The tone is going to be really different, so I don't know if they're going to be able to pull yeah. it off. I don't. I don't necessarily think it will be different because you have. See, I've seen CW dramas before, and they do have some that. Oh wait, wasn't White Collar CW? Because it, it's they can have someone with a with a army background, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the whole thing is going to be a war drama. It can just be one of those rom comy situations where. It's just uh, yeah. No, I actually expect a rom com out of this. It sounds yeah, like a typical American rom com, actually. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. I guess. <laughs> Are you guys gonna check this out once it starts airing? Highly unlikely. Yes, I, mean. I, I might. <laughs> let, I might let's watch see. like one episode just to see the contrast. Yeah, let, let's yeah. gauge it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, okay. because Walking Dead has become kind of a farce now. Oh, do you I've watch that? Not I don't, it. but like I've seen how it went from like being the most popular show on TV to like now. It's I like the game. Popular. The game's so pretty good. Mock how like ridiculous the twists are and how they just like randomly kill people so i don't know i don't know i don't yeah. want <laughs> and apparently they keep killing people of color which became like this entire thing yeah so, so yeah and like oh yeah, yeah i remember so the joke was that in walking dead you can't have more than one black person at a time so one black man dies and another one comes on <laughs> so that was, uh, well yeah. that's historically accurate mm. Okay, so uh, the next item on the list. So the next item is uh, SBS and NBC are planning to create a new Friday Saturday drama time slot. So, oh, like, nice. um, the Friday Saturday drama cr- uh, time slot is quite new to begin with. It hasn't been around for that long, and I have to. I'm sorry, I didn't check the dates of this, but it's been a couple of years, I think, not longer than maybe two, two, three. Um, uh, cable channels kind of established mm. this totally new uh, time slot for um, dramas and they've they've become normal now so they become normal and this- also like some of the biggest hits aired like goblin like goblin right exactly slot, yeah um so like you know why not get in on the act since it's it's a safe slot now so sbs and nbc are, are both like um considering that they're creating this new time slot but my question about this is does that mean that We'll have more dramas or are the same dramas going to be in different time slots? So the article I read was saying they're actually getting rid of their Sunday or one of the channels is actually getting rid of their Sunday, um, one of their Sunday drama hours altogether. So maybe oh. rather than doing Saturday, Sunday, they're just shifting to Friday, Saturday. So is that like the long, budget. the weekend long uh, drama formats, you know, the 50th? I'm not sure because one of the upcoming... Um, like weekend melodramas is actually airing on Saturday four episodes back to back. So maybe they're just oh. getting rid oh, of Sunday a as a drama day completely and just doing that. But 
it'll still be like a weekend show and then they'll have their Friday, Saturday. I don't know. It's definitely in flux. I, I, I remember when I was doing my research for my final paper, I saw quite a few articles over the last like year and a half or so talking about how broadcast television is losing to cable networks. And these are all like English language Korean newspapers. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's like the English language of like Hanguk Ilbo, Junggang Ilbo, Joseon mm-hmm. Ilbo, you know, those those like Korea Times and stuff. So it's something that I guess, and like, you know, it's been a trend that these high profile writers and directors and actors have been leaving broadcast to ca- mm-hmm. to go to cable because they can do more interesting stuff there. So yeah and so like these channels are now trying to lure them back yeah um but i i wonder how that will work out because part of the reason that they've been leaving is well one is budget and two is the creative like more creative freedom but the other interesting thing is that um like for example i think is it mbc um has been showing some quite like unusual drum drums that i don't expect to see on you know on on terrestrial uh, terrestrial tv things like like uh red moon blue sun that's n- not typical sort of broadcast fair that tends to be more sort of cable like the way it, that flavor of show yeah and, and cable isn't like, sorry sorry go on cable isn't subject to the same kind of restrictions that these government sort of or these public channels because i think they are still considered public broadcast so mm-hmm. they do there's a lot of stuff that they and I think cable does still have some type of restrictions on it because I was watching a scene in Sky Castle where there was a knife and like the knife was still blurred out. Blurred. Yeah. Yeah. So they do still have rules, but there's definitely don't have the same type of restrictions that um, like SBS, NBC, KBS have. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. Well, uh, NBC has acquired the new Unpunsuk drama, <laughs> the rights to it. Interesting. And interestingly, like uh, Anpansak has had his dramas have pretty exclusively, almost almost exclusively lived at uh, JTBC since yeah. the network started. So, yeah. and um, this is and know, the last one was on TVN, and this is his first broadcast show, right? Oh, he had uh, heard it through the grapevine in twenty fifteen, which was uh, uh, wasn't that on JTBC? Was that JTBC? I didn't so. think. I think that was K- KBS. Oh, really? I can quickly check. Let me quickly check. Yeah, SBS. Oh, oh. So that's, that's the only only one of his dramas since JTB started. Uh, he's only had one drama out of one, two, three, four, five. Uh, out of five, um, that was on public TV. Mm, interesting. Okay. I guess keep an eye on how things are changing in the industry. It's always interesting. Yay! Right. We move on to upcoming. Let's yes. Do that. Upcoming in February. So I just want to make a quick note here that um, we talked about Touch Your Heart as an upcoming January because it was originally supposed to air, I think, January 26th, but Mm -hmm. it's been moved ahead to February 6th. Um, Yeah. I think probably because Shin Dong-wook was going to be cast as, I think, the second lead and he had some kind of scandal with his grandfather who accused him of trying to steal his inheritance but i think Ooh. his grandfather's like old and kind of senile and it was a misunderstanding from what i mean who knows what actually happened but anyway he's dropped out of the drama they had to replace him with somebody else so i think that's probably why it's being delayed so okay. we're still excited for that Ooh. but it's not coming out until february 
it's okay like four days more like i mean it's yeah it's, like not, it's not it's not huge it's a week yeah, okay. yeah oh so have did you guys uh watch the trailers of touch your heart oh i didn't you know i no, want to I okay so like uh the most of the trailers are pretty it's it's the whole it, it they're funny trailers that's fine but one of the trailers and i found this on uh asian wiki was basically Yuena and uh, Lee Dong-wook um, in like trench coats and like very uh, reminiscent of their goblin garbs. Like Yuena in this sort of mustard colored coat and um, uh, Lee Dong-wook in this, this coat that's like that, that I don't know. The, Did he have a Grim Reaper hat He didn't have a hat, but oh. the colors were exactly the same. <laughs> they were on a bridge and they were walking past each other. And they they stop uh, and they turn around to look at each other. That is such blatant manipulation of our affection of the goblin couple, man. It's like they want us to think that this is the reincarnated love yeah, story. This that is what everybody up. wants. Yeah, so it's actually want, perfect. So. Yeah, I don't actually. <laughs> it, I don't yeah, yeah, I mean, I I am I am happy for this, but then this drama would better be good. Right. Know, I mean, it doesn't have to be amazing, but it would just please just be good. I know. Don't so. don't crush our expectations. Although I guess I've learned to know that my expectations are going to be crushed after 2018. But let's not go there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> the next one on the list is um, Legal High, which is airing okay. um, February 8th on JTBC. It's starring yeah. Dingu and Sonsu. It's a legal drama slash comedy, and it's about an arrogant, greedy lawyer who'll do anything to win, and a passionate rookie lawyer with a righteous sense of fairness who join forces for justice. And it's based on the 2012 Japanese drama that was also called Legal High. Okay, I I have not watched the trailer because I have not. This one to. just doesn't sound that interesting to no, me. No, <laughs> no, I only put it on the list because it's Jingu, and I like Jingu, but I don't think I'm going to watch this. Yeah, um, February 9th is Trap on OCN. It's seven episodes, so it's kind of short. It stars Lee Sojin and Sung Dong-il. Um, mm. It's a mystery slash thriller, and it's about a respected anchor at a broadcasting station who's like a happy family man who tries his luck in politics, but then a tragic incident happens. Sung Dong-il plays a vet- veteran detective who is like really... <laughs> persistent on solving cases and he decides yeah, to so this investigate. This is these. more of a mystery. Yeah, it's like a mystery yeah. thriller. And it's yeah. short. And it's short. Good. I think right. I this one. And out. one of the and one of the directors did Encounter and Jealousy and Crime. And Jealousy and Crime is probably okay. going to be pretty good. And yeah. the other director did King Two Hearts. Right. So the Ooh. directing is probably strong. Should be solid, yeah. 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 Um okay. and Sang Dogil is great as a detective. He's watch great live. at everything. Yes. <laughs> that was my subtle plug for live. Go watch live if you haven't watched live. Okay. Oh, I started live. I forgot oh, to tell you guys. I, I, did. I started it looked, it last really year. Good. just haven't had time to carry on. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's good when you have a chance. Um, yeah. The Light in Your Eyes is airing February 11th on JTBT. <laughs> this one is I'm also... Because <laughs> that's... <laughs> Yes, just I'll, I'll just read that out. It's 12 okay. episodes on JTBC. So um, in our, I usually write down the actors. So this one I wrote, Anjumin, <laughs> Kim Heja, San Hojun, Nam Juhak. Which of these four is not like the others? Yeah. You know, yeah. sometimes you see the, yeah, just. I wouldn't be so bothered, except that he's the male lead. 
And I oh, you're right, exactly. And it's like Hanjimin is going from Jisung to Nam Ji-hyuk. That's... Also, Kim Hye-ja mm. is like a juggernaut of acting talent. I love her. She's so... So like you have this Hanjimin and Kim Hye-ja playing the heroine and Son Ho-jun is playing her oppa, which is probably going to be he's great. great. Yeah. yeah he's... <laughs> but I, then I the Nam Ji-hyuk, like what? Why Nam Ji-hyuk keeps getting big roles? He's just such a weak actor. The only role he's done absolutely like amazingly was the weightlifting fairy one. And that must be quite close to his maybe his real personality. But I haven't seen him do well in any other role. And also, what like, else have you seen even the story, in, I haven't seen him in too many <clears throat> School 2015, uh, um, mm. and something else that I can't yeah. remember. I've only, uh, he was in Bride of the Water God. Yeah, um, yeah, that was. But I didn't watch Oh, that. yeah, that was horrible. That was just, I, I heard it. Was and Moon yeah. Lovers, he was in Moon Lovers as well, which you have seen. But just to oh, kind yeah, of but tell he was you, very young there. I feel like we just jumped into our uh, commentary, but I just wanted to say the premise. It's basically a fantasy romance about um an optimistic woman who can turn back time so like hanjimin and kim Heja are playing both playing the heroine so somehow she's going to be fighting for justice and traveling in time and fixing the past and then nam Ji-huk is the male lead who is basically a man who throws his brilliant moments away and instead lives a lethargic lifestyle that doesn't make me any more excited but sano Jun is playing her the heroine's older brother who's like an unemployed bum, but I think he'll do great at that. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ringing endorsement that. But it also has like a really good screenwriter and a really good director because no, it's no, the it's the writer and director of um this week. This my week, my wife is having an affair. Up. The all I live in Chongdangdong, which was I don't think it was translated in English, but it was like a really good daily drama. So I just don't I don't know what they're going for in this. But I'm probably going to check see. it out because the team is so strong. Okay. Okay. The next item is called Item. <laughs> nice one. <laughs> yes. It's airing on NBC on February 11th. Um, 32 episodes, which is like 16 hours. It stars mm. Ju Ji-hoon, Jin Seon, Kim Kang-woo. It's about a profiler and a prosecutor who must uncover a conspiracy and the hidden secrets surrounding unique items with supernatural powers. And it's based on a webtoon, and it's also Juji Hoon and Jin Seon's reunion after they co starred in the Mukjong Trainwreck Five Fingers. Did you watch it? <laughs> I did not, but I followed enough of like, I think Koala on Koala's Playground was like watching it and recapping it, and she was just like losing her mind at how insane it was. <laughs> <laughs> not in a good way. So, so the only person who gives me pause in that is uh, Jin Seon. Again, yeah, I'm not a fan of hers. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but I'm probably gonna watch this one because it's my type of show. Yeah, mm. probably. It does not sound like gonna, your type unless of show. you convince me to. <laughs> and I, yeah. I do like Kim Kango. He's always good. Mm. Yeah. Almost always good. So also okay. airing on February 11th is Hechi, um, on SBS. 48 episodes, which I'm guessing means 24 hours. It's got mm. Jungeru, Kwanyul, and Goara. And there's not a lot of uh, information, but it's, I just know that it's a sagak. And it's about a prince and um, how he has like some people who, who join him to fight for justice in um, the reform of Sehambu, which is like the Bureau of Inspection or the Offices of Inspection, which is one of like three main government offices during like Joseon times. Okay. 
And so, this is uh, Jung Hiru's uh, army comeback. Post I army think comeback. so. Yeah. And he's always good in Sagook. Yeah, he's good in Sagook. And I like Koara. I mean, she's not the strongest actress, but she's very likable. I agree. Yeah. yeah. No, I liked her in black, so that that was Goara, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and in Hwara. And in and Reply in Hwara, 1994. Yeah. She was I think that was my favorite performance of hers, is Reply 1994. Uh that's that's the reply I haven't watched. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, she was she was very um like she's known to be pretty and she just like threw all of that out the window and just like acted her heart out and she was really yeah. good in that. I don't think I've seen her being like pretty in anything i mean of course she is pretty but none of her characters that i've seen have been like pretty. but i think that role was what kind of made her break out of this like nation's very beautiful like model type of archetype and people were like oh wow she can actually act you know for the first time whereas before they were just like oh you're so pretty (laughs) um wish people said that about me I mean, yeah, I mean, why can't you have everything, right? We just want everything. <laughs> okay, the next one is Possessed. It's premiering February 13 on OCN. Um, not really interested in watching something called Possessed. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a horror genre. It stars Go Jun-hee and Yeon Jung-hoon, which I like both of them, but I'm not watching that. And it's on OCN, so it's definitely going to be terrifying and horrible. Yeah. Basically, it's about a psychic medium who is, like, lonely um, and she stays away from people because of that. But then um, a police detective in the middle of a case discovers her hidden ability and then they decide to join forces to solve cases. This sounds a little bit like... This sounds like a... That Daniel Choi... Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, what was that, that called? One. The Ghost, Ghost detective. detective? Yeah, it sounds a bit like that Yeah. One. Oh, but you don't even it's OCN. I could watch that because that was like NBC or something. Right. <laughs> yeah. And the reputation was channel as. But yeah, but whoa, the, the, there are more ghost related dramas. There's another one, right, on the list? Um well we have Hot Blooded Priest, which is not a ghost, but it's following this creepy priest trend, which or maybe it's this <laughs> one actually yeah this is not a creepy priest because it's a drama slash comedy but they are solving crimes um so you know it's kind of there's some overlap but i'm oh, yeah, excited so for this one the, the 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 mystery of the death of an elderly priest. yeah so, so it's a it's doesn't a have priest? anything to do with Oh, I don't think Kim there's Nam any Gil. more. Right. So this is why I'm excited because Kim Nam Gil is the best, and this is a comedy, and he's especially <laughs> oh, and he's the best in comedies. Yeah. And so oh, I want to, I want to see him as a, as, as an angry priest. This right. Okay. okay. This and this one, this now. is the one that's airing in SBS's first ever Friday Saturday time slot. Uh, so that, that I wasn't originally planning to watch this, but it looks fun, and the right. cast is good. Ooh, and writer of Chief Kim. And the writer of Chief Kim, which is like, I'm sold. Because Chief Kim was really, really good. Um, And it was good throughout. Like, it was totally, like, they did what they were planning to do. They sustained everything. So, yeah, I think I'm going to check it out. Um, And then we have Big Issue, which is airing. They don't have an air date, and the episodes are also to be announced. But it's Park Shin-hyang and Haneso, and it's just about a paparazzi going after scoops every week. But the reason I wanted to mention it is because <laughs> it's the writer of the K2 and Young Pa, which um, hard, uh, hard. yikes. Oh. 
So I guess it's more of a warning than an announcement. Um, I think I think the only two dramas that I've watched that have done a news uh, stuff well is probably uh, Pinocchio and Misty. Oh, there was also Argon, I guess. So, okay, hey, yeah, okay. this might be good. So, okay, I'll let yeah. you tell me whether it's good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not promising to watch it. Let's just see the trailer first. I'm not watching. I can tell you that right now. I have been burned <laughs> by both of those dramas. Well, I have not. I have not watched either of those dramas, so I'm still like the naive <laughs> goat to the slaughter. <laughs> well, I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> Speaking of goats, um, I don't know where I'm going with that, but it's the end of our yak. No, this isn't even the yak. There's no animals in this one. Oh no, we didn't do the. It's our non-animal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this one was really packed. So. Okay. 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 Before before we if, if, if do we do we have a joke? For this one, I well, you you had a question for us, P, didn't you? I, I I do. So if you guys don't have a joke, I have a I have a podcast related question. Okay, let's let's do it. Okay, so my question is that we've been um we've been on air for at least a year now, more than a year now, and which countries do you think listen to us most? I think we've got a lot of Philippines and Singapore, maybe. Also, the U.S. I think. We have a high number in the US and maybe I'm Indonesia. Going with East Asia more. Yeah. I feel like it's maybe the US and Indonesia. And probably a bit. Yeah, of you guys actually found all of them. It's the US, oh, nice. Indonesia, and Philippines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't check the stats as often as you do, but like I do look at them occasionally because it makes me feel warm inside and happy <laughs> and like full of love towards the world, which. Yeah, but I've also also found that our like uh, amongst all the all the cities that we get listeners from, the top one consistently is always Jakarta from Indonesia. Oh, cool! Even Jakarta, we love you. Hi, Jakarta. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Assalamualaikum. I was about to say Waalaikum Salam. I wasn't talking to you. I'm talking to our listeners. Fine. I'm going. Um, we actually do have to end the episode now. But. I do actually so, have a joke. Um, oh, oh yeah, go for it. Okay, go. It's, it's really bad though. This is to to honor the island, the many many islands of uh, Indonesia. They do have loads of islands, right? I think so. Um, okay, cool. <laughs> Please let well, us know, Indonesia hey. listeners, and, and correct us if we're wrong. And we apologize. Should Google this and be ashamed. Um, yeah. I, yeah, anyway. So, how do surfers clean themselves? They uh, surf their face? I don't know. They wash up on shore. Um, oh, of course they do. <laughs> right. Of course they do. Is there any other way? <laughs> My sister was hey, like, "Self is a detergent in my country." Okay, so that was not bad. Oh well, okay, yeah, that's, that that works. Your your answer actually works then. Now that I'm thinking about that, so forced, man. You okay, can you can take yeah. this out of the podcast, but my sister was giving me she was giving me feedback, and she was like, you know, she's like everything is good, but like the joke is a little cringe. I was like, yeah, but that's our brand. Well, that's the point. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Very unreal. No, tell your sister I'm keeping this. This is forever <laughs> going to be part of our podcast. <laughs> All right. Okay, guys. Okay. Okay, so we hope that you enjoyed uh, What's Up in Drama Land. And yeah, that's it for yeah. this 
segment. Yay. Let us know what you think of the new format. We really, we really are interested in what you think. Yeah, we we really want to know which um, if if this is better because we wanted to break it up to make it more digestible and not just do two hour, two and a half hour long podcast. So uh, four, let us four know. hour long recordings. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, guys. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.